What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos Jr. and Matthew Souser. What's up? Boys, we're back. It's July. Mm, hot the as season- fuck. Yeah, it's hot as fuck. Global warming's happening. We're all going to die. But you know what? Football goes on. I always say, what better way to die than to listen to a fantasy football podcast? I can think of a thousand ways better to die. (laughs) I was going to say, I could think of a lot more than that. I've I've seen a thousand ways to die, if that's what you mean. Remember that show? Yeah, that's what I was referencing. Remember that show? Spike TV. So stupid. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they were mad. so stupid. But it was inter- entertaining. Anyway. Yeah, just like us. Stupid and entertaining. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, this is the first episode to kick off a new season of Stellar Seller. Um, if you haven't listened before, guys, I mean, we're not experts. No. We're, we're just three friends who love football and who love fantasy football and some of us are better at fantasy football than others we're not gonna say any names why even just, say that I, i'm just oh stirring the pot and i just have to yeah, give you know, yeah. well, some, no sometimes you gotta you gotta put it out there that way the listeners know because like we're gonna give you our thoughts our opinions on what we think is going on in the fantasy football world and in the nfl and some of you may like it some of you may agree but um one of us is a five-time toilet bowl winner. I don't know who you're talking about. Who? Five time. Five who is time. it? That's that crazy. That guy sucks. We don't. We don't Whoever talk. That is. I feel like we don't talk about it as much as we should. But no, I think we talk about it plenty as as much as we possibly should right now. Currently, we don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, before anyone asks, uh. Nothing has changed. I am putting in. I started earlier this year for preparation, which is you know Tried that once, which is new. I guess I don't know. Uh, we've already we've already reached. I already had my magnum opus take about this way back when I won the toilet. I don't remember it exactly. I'll be honest. I tried to block the end of the season out of my head. I was actually telling Megan that today when we were on lunch. We were sitting in my car, and I was talking to her about recording. And I was like, you know, aside from the Super Bowl, I don't really remember what happened at the end of the season. I blacked it out. Do you remember uh, we got a fake champion? Or technically someone almost died? We have have two co-champions because there was almost a death on the field. I do remember that. I I didn't remember the co-champion thing. I remember that someone almost died, but I forgot that that was the reason why we have co-champions. Well, Um, we also have, the reason why we also have co-champions is because Brennan got to redo his pick. But aside from that, uh, look, man, sorry, Brennan. I got to keep taking shots. I have to deflect away from me. I'm sorry. Everyone's getting caught in the crossfire. Souza, I don't like your drapes. Glenn, why do you have a shamrock on the wall? That doesn't even have the Celtics logo on it. It doesn't. So I confirmed with uh, Panacho our commissioner, that um, Jake Aronson is the champion. And uh, his name will be on the trophy, not Brendan's. Boo, he's a fake champion. 
Yeah, he'll have an asterisk for sure. We'll engrave I that. Want, but oh, I want. I just, I just don't think listen, it's coaching. No, 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 we'll no, engrave no. that. Rewind for a sec. I want the asterisk to be bigger than his name on the trophy. We we need the space though. No, I like. I it's want like, size thirty-two asterisk, but the font like, want, for his name is like only font ten. I want like fine print that says, you know, twenty twenty-three or twenty twenty-two, Jake Aronson, and then fucking. That just a large asterisk, like yeah, normal sure. font for the rest of everybody else. <laughs> uh, because it's just, it's such an unfortunate way. And I know every league around the country kind of definitely had similar situations to us, but we were so close. Like it could have been anybody's championship. And um, sucks for Brendan to lose that way. I guess he got some money out of it, whatever. But. We've we've already discussed this, and uh, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, yeah, for a new season where we have an actual champion. Um, yeah, hopefully, no one dies. Almost dies. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, we don't want anyone to die, but I mean, technically, everybody almost dies every Sunday. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't remember the exact timeline of Demar Hamlin. I think when we ended the podcast. He was like okay. I think like, he was for, good. He was at the, the record, Super Bowl, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. For the record, yeah, he's like right. completely fine now. Like yeah. I don't he's know playing, if he'll be. Right? I think he's cleared for football. So they're resuming know. the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah they no, should have done yeah. like a Fourth of July rematch or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they should have. Yeah, for <laughs> they should have. Right. Yeah. yeah, every fantasy Everyone's manager pitches in some money to pay it. them, mm-hmm. and they'll do it. Oh my god. Big Mac just asked, Panacho was the commissioner again. How the hell did he get voted back on? He got a three-year term. It's not every year we vote. We voted for him, and he's got this year and next year. And then we vote again. But technically, Sousa. Technically. Uh, our, our commissioner right now is, um, let's just say, he's indisposed. So he can't fulfill his duties as commissioner for the Westport Fantasy Football League, mm-hmm. which means our very special guest, Matthew Souza, will be acting commissioner this year for the Westport Fantasy Football League. Yeah, goddamn right. And one of the hosts is the commissioner of the league again, and all is right in the world, just like the basement days. That's wow. That's right. I got a lot <laughs> on my plate, and, um, and I already know – that he's probably going to put the trophy responsibility on me because we all <laughs> we damn sure well uh, know that he didn't he did not get that taken care of. So I'm going to probably have to engrave it. I'm going to have to give it to Jake, and um, we'll go from there. It'll probably at this point happen at the draft. I have to talk to him about it. Nothing's been said about it yet, but uh, there's a lot I got to do. There's a trophy. I got to set up a draft date. I got to get any league change proposals from everybody. I got to make sure everyone's involved. Everyone has, says their piece, makes their piece, and then we dish out the results later. And I'm going to make sure that there's a there's a nice note, a nice uh, bill of rights, if you will, a constitution for the league ahead of time, explaining the payouts, the punishment that we can all agree on ahead of time before the league start uh, starts, That's any type of tiebreakers, all that stuff. That way, if you have any questions, please refer to uh, to the, the constitution. Oh, the Constitution. Okay. Because um, that's important. You can't just make shit up on you the fly. Said, right. You said punishment, and that's another thing, too. We got to think of another name for Mason's team this year. 
running out of ideas, but you, me, and Craig uh, were brainstorming a few the other night, and oh man, there's some good ones stop. in there. There, there was some good ones, but we'll, we'll probably do. If you have any ideas for what Mason's team name should be, uh, just throw it in the chat here on Twitch, or um, you know, in the group text for our league or whatever. I, I gotta be out. honest, I don't care at this point. I've oh. had, I've had so many different names. It's just like whatever. We need um some type of extra thing for the punishment. I'm not saying you'll have to do it, Mason, because we haven't agreed on it ahead of time. But we need something else. I was talking to one of our interns the other day. He said um, the punishment they have is that whoever loses has to go to a WNBA game by themselves. Oh, wait, that's actually so funny. <laughs> and um, and there was like another. He was like listening out a bunch of ideas. Like he had to go out to a restaurant with like a blow up doll and eat with it, or like a mannequin or something, and have dinner with it or something like that. Oh, that's but, that's brutal. You hear about the 24-hour IHOP one? Dude, I was just about to say that. That <laughs> one's so that's not, good. That's not a punishment for me. I'd, I'd be out of there like doing IHOP. I've seen – is that like when you have to eat a certain amount of things? No, and then you, you have, leave? You stay, you stay in IHOP for 24 hours, and obviously their thing is there. Like it's pancakes. It's supposed to be like all-you-can-eat pancakes, pancakes yeah. unlimited pancakes. So every time you have a pancake – Every time you eat one pancake, it takes a set amount of time off That's what it is, of yeah. how long okay. you have to stay there. Yep. I've seen that done with McDonald's, Big Macs or something. Oh, my God. That's what I was thinking. Oh. Worse. Or just like a burger. Maybe like the biggest one, but a burger. Of some See, pan- pancakes I think I could deal with. It's like very mild. You know what I mean? Yeah, but after a couple. Like, it fills you up, man. I've, Bread? After a couple, like after two pancakes, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of done. Oof. And that's so all I you can I eat. Could, I could manage. I could manage three, like right off the rip, and then I'd have to wait. Right. Yeah. Like, take a like lap around the restaurant. Yeah. Come uh, back. Like, we'll, what's this we'll, guy doing? We'll think of something. We'll at least. I, I got faith in Souza as the acting commission because um, he loves fancy football and he loves this league, and um, I bleed for this league. If you need any help, don't ask me. Yeah. It's my commission days are over. <laughs> you got to give me the rights, though. I do. You got to put me in rights. charge. I got to put you. Remind me to do that after this. Yeah, you got to gotta swear on the Bible yeah. like they do to, it's, when it's you a secret, become president. It's a secret commission oath. <laughs> um, anyways, back to actual football. The last time we recorded in front of you lovely people, um, we were previewing Super Bowl 57. That was between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. And what happened, Mason? That's right. The Chiefs. The coin. Oh, what? I was going to say huh? the coin was tails. That's, oh, my God. Oh, dude. man. I forgot oh, about that. reminds that. me of this take we need to hear, too, by the way. Oh, oh forget that. that's oh. later. That's later. Oh, that is... Not too much later, I hope. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Just say it right at the end, and then we'll log off. <laughs> yeah, just instead of bye bye, it's just here. And my, t- it's like the episode of SpongeBob with the secret formula. Yeah, you know Pissed how many times as a, kid. as a kid, I thought my TV I was thought, glitching, bro. Well, I know. No, sometimes, sometimes Nickelodeon would do that. Like if they if they had like some sort of delay in their programming, I had seen it happen before, where like. They would just cut the episode like short so that they could get to the next segment if it was like a new episode of something. <laughs> so I had watched that quite a few times and I was like, oh man, what the fuck? Like that keeps happening. And then eventually, obviously, when I got older, I was like, 
it was intentional. You fucking idiot. That's brilliant. Um, uh, the secret formula. It, it? I was like, oh, just yeah. cuts right to commercial. It's perfect, dude. Um, so Tale, yeah, the uh, coin was tails. Coin was tails, but the national anthem was over two minutes. Who sang it? Uh, some country dude, I think. <laughs> country boy, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but more importantly than the coin toss and Susan being wrong, um, the Kansas City Chiefs are now three-time Super Bowl champions, twice mm-hmm. under Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And now, what's next for the NFL? Uh, I don't know. Are we gonna? <sighs> are we gonna? Are we gonna talk about the game? Because I've told I told Glenn and Souza before we started recording. Uh, so just a little insight to the pre-meeting that you can catch on Twitch mm. if you subscribe or follow. Mm. Sorry, that's YouTube. Although you can't subscribe to Twitch, we're gonna get there. So yeah, we're gonna get subscribe. There. Right. But anyway, um, I knew that we weren't gonna record our next episode for a long time, so I wrote down my thoughts about the Super Bowl, and it wasn't right after the Super Bowl because I did this on March twenty-sixth, twenty twenty-three. At 3.44 p.m. That's what All right. So the notes says. Are... All right. Sir. So my my first note is, if you remember, because I had to think back about this now, the game ended. Kansas City won. It was a very close game. It was very competitive. Kansas City won uh, on their last possession, I believe. Uh, I think it was it was third, third down or second down, whatever. And they got... They got a pass interference call that got them a first down, and they ended up driving down the field and winning at that point. Um, because I think they were able to kick a field goal. Yeah, the game right? was tied, I think, on the last drive. Yeah. And they won 38-35. Yes. And then, and, then, and then that pass interference call allowed them to chew the clock down to zeros and kick yeah. the game winning field goal. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So anyway, my first bullet point here is inconsistent. Hate the call. Thoughts. Okay. Thoughts on, on I the don't call? Rem- I don't remember Thoughts. it. it oh, a, my God. You don't remember the Can call? Can you show me a video? Look it, it up. Was, You're on a computer. Uh, was it passing interference or holding on uh, Juju? Ooh, it was holding. It was holding. That is that is a good point. Because it, it only gave them, I think, the amount the uh, first down. I, think. I remember that one though. Yeah, that was soft. But it was a penalty. Yeah. No, okay. And my second point is is it a penalty? Yes. But the way that the game was being called at that point is bad. So it was bad. Because look, here's my thing, right? I, I like people love to shit on refs. I get it. It's an easy way to take blame off of your team. Right, you just put it on the dude in stripes. It's fine. Everyone does it. It's fine. Okay, I don't necessarily agree with people doing that, but in this case, I can understand why people would be mad because if you're an official, right, and you're bad, be consistently bad. Okay, if you're making good calls, then be consistently good. There's no 
there's no in between. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to just be consistent is what I'm saying. So like if if they had been calling that all night, then okay, I can live with that. Like that's fair. It's like, dude, they've been calling all night. But there was a play earlier in the game, which uh, I have another bullet point about here, where Juju got mugged in the second quarter uh, and mugged. they didn't call it. So now obviously this is... <laughs> five months later, six months later. So you have to take my word for it. Yes. But, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that I wrote that in. And look, and also here's another thing. I think you guys can agree with me here. People are trying to use this though, to take away from Kansas city's Kansas city's win. And Kansas city is still a very good football team. So they shouldn't be like, they weren't gifted the super bowl as fun as it is to say to get a rise out of craig but uh they weren't gifted the super bowl patrick mahomes is the best quarterback in the league uh i think he's gonna be the best quarterback in the league for quite a few years now because the actual goat is no longer in the league which we have to talk about because i forgot did. did we he retired before the super bowl oh yeah, yeah. that's right never mind yeah, I, don't know th- I think we that. made a we made a nothing out of it because we so he did it the year that. before. Yeah, and we talked about it. Clem was like, "I don't give a shit." Yeah, like, he can done. he can leave. But now he's actually <laughs> retired. But anyway, we're talking about the Super Bowl, right? What are you guys' thoughts uh, on the penalty? It's just uh, it's a penalty. I'm okay with the call. It's just as a fan and as a fan of the game, it sucks to see uh, you know last drive. And, and it's something like that being called. Like, the timing of it is bad. But don't make the penalty. Just like the penalty two weeks prior to that in the AFC Championship. On the one on Pat Mahomes, we ran out of bounds, which gave him extra yardage to kick a field goal to go to the Super Bowl. Bad timing to make that call. But at the end of the day, it's the right call. But it was also egregious. I think that's the thing that people have also a problem with. It's different if it's an egregious penalty. At that point, I understand. Look, once again, I understand this is a preference for me. I want the official to swallow their whistles there. I hate when games are decided by officiating. That is so stupid. Right. But if that's yes. the case, then you have a situation like the Rams and the uh, Saints in the NFC Championship. But that was egregious. Very egregious. That's the difference. But uh, I know, but it's still a penalty. Whether it's egregious or not, it's a penalty. No, I know. And a be an egregious penalty is obviously subjective. I, th- I think that but... does matter, though. I think the 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 severity of the penalty and the weight of the moment of the game have to be have to have a that's, good that's relationship. Because every moment in the game is is big to the outcome no. of it. How about you don't let up thirty five fucking points? And have it come down to the last drive. You can't change the past. If you're an official and you see us, what we saw on that last play, knowing that it's going to essentially end the game, end the Super Bowl. That's on the defender you, to you not gotta make let the, the play. teams show no, their you display their skill. Yeah, but to con- win the game. but also, dude, fouling the guy, but dude, barely like relative hardly. to what was being called earlier in the game, he's. Had clearance uh, I, there. I agree. It should be consistent, right? Um, but you sometimes said, they aren't consistent. That's the number. One, that's the biggest argument I always have in baseball with umpires is the consistency. 
that's the difference between a good umpire and a bad umpire. Same thing with referees in baseball uh, and in basketball and football. But I'm just saying, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty, regardless of how egregious it is, the timing of the matter, it stinks that it happened there, but it, it is what it is. Just as it happened on a big play in the first drive of the game, and it led to a touchdown because of it. But yeah, you but could always say that are making that judgment call every single down, dude, because there's a holding on every single That's play. That's what I was going to say. There's on the offensive a line. penalty somewhere on the field. So you I mean, have like, to take your pick, make your picks. If it's if it's not that big of a deal, if it didn't change the play, which I forget if it like he couldn't reach the ball because of it or what happened, but no, he like, sold. If it wasn't a material effect on the play then just at that that, with that game on the line just let it go i've seen i've seen so many games in the nfl either outcome by a certain call by the referee but i've seen so many more games outcome by a non-call on something that should have been called like like people have been are you guys frozen am i frozen so okay just uh, a recap oh yeah sorry yeah welcome back uh glenn froze so me and Susan had to riff on twitch for a few minutes by ourselves uh but yeah, we're ba- back basically the summary again. was um we started talking about the eagles because we have to talk about them too and away from this i would say basically they let off the gas in the second half and allowed the Chiefs to heat up. And you can't do that because they had a strong first half. They were up 10 points, 24 to 7 to 14. And um, and then they they fucked up. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. I gave the Chiefs a lot of respect. And I compared it. Yeah, begrudgingly, because I compared it. Like I said, like, uh, I know. I, I feel like I know what it's like to be a Patriots hater watching the Patriots succeed now. Because it's like, they are a good team. But even though, like, it, you might not want to admit it, they're a great team. And uh, yeah, they're good. They're good. Um, yeah, I got disconnected from uh, what I was doing. Oh, and then and then Mason said the Chiefs. Uh, he might. He's worried the Eagles could kind of fall off this year. And but then he said, I don't know what other team in the NFC could really step up. And then I said. What about the Cowboys? And then he said no. And I said, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I said, I don't know. Okay, so we don't know how this is going to sound because Glenn just <laughs> froze again. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Anyway, Tree internet. what I was saying. <laughs> the Cowboys, I think, have a pretty good offense this year. I like their offense a lot better than last year because just the fact they don't have Zeke lumbering in the backfield anymore and Tony P is the lead back and he's I think he's gonna seize that shit Brandon Cooks way better than fucking Michael Gallup that guy stinks so I'm glad we're doing this because I didn't know Brandon Cooks was on the Cowboys yep Brandon Cooks on the Cowboys um will I draft him maybe probably (laughs) probably he'll be on my bench or something when it when it comes to the Cowboys, um, it's gonna come down to Dak Prescott, how he plays. There's no reason why it couldn't have been Cowboys and Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. Um, I saw Dak Prescott play the best game of his career 
against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa in a wild card game. And then one week later, stink up the joint against the San Francisco 49ers. So to get good Dak consistently for a month straight in January, Cowboys going to the Super Bowl because they have the defense to do it. They held the 49ers to fucking 17 points in that divisional game. And that should be a win. I'm mm. sorry. I'm not worried about the Eagles. We know the Eagles. We play them twice a year. Dak usually has the Eagles numbers. He didn't get a chance to play against Jalen Hurts last year because in the first game, he was hurt. We had Cooper Rush on Sunday night. And then the second game, Jalen Hurts was hurt. Dak um, won a shootout against Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. And didn't Cooper go undefeated? Until that game. Ah, he lost. Yeah. So um, it'll be interesting to see Jalen Hurts now what he is with this Nick Sirianni offense with fucking A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. They don't have Miles Sanders anymore. But we've seen what the they got Eagles DeAndre, Mr. Swift. That's Swift. Whatever. Austin <laughs> what? Scott. Yeah. Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell. See those two guys you just mentioned, Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell, scared me more than DeAndre Swift because he's good Poor for Swift. three weeks and then good for eight weeks on IR. <laughs> so, um, oh, Rashad Penny, he could be the lead guy. Rashad Penny, they got him too. Thing with the Eagles too, and we'll talk about it in fantasy uh, from a fantasy standpoint is Jalen Hurts is the guy who scores rushing touchdowns. He had three in the Super Bowl, in case you forgot. Um, but yeah, I did. Back, back, I did back, forget. back to the Cowboys. They're their own worst enemy. The only team that's going to beat them is themselves. And that's how it is year after year. On paper, they have a roster that's as good as any in the NFL. And. We're just going to see if they can piece it together. I'm not, I don't have any high expectations. I know they're a playoff team. Will they win the division? Maybe they could. The Eagles could fall off. The Giants could gain steam. Even the commanders this year uh, might have something to play for, but we don't know until we see it. But it's going to go as how Dak Prescott goes. We're either going to get good Dak or bad Dak. Um, I'm so thrown out of sorts with disconnecting and stuff. I felt like I was in the middle of such a good point the first time I lagged out. And then the second time, I forgot what we were talking about. Are we still – are we well, – we, 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 we were talking about – we were talking about the – I mean, we're kind of good with the Super Bowl, I think. I'm good. Uh, it's old news. But I was before you lagged out, I was going to say, do you want to do a minute on the Cowboys and I can do a minute on the Patriots? No. Well, I just did my minute on the Cowboys, I guess. So, <laughs> And then I said, ahead. what about the Lions? A Lions, Susan. Listen, this is the time to own up to be a Lions fan. This is the last chance well, to get the on the Lions wagon. might be pretty fucking nice. I'm, I'm ready for the Lions. I might be a Lions fan this year. Dude, no more Aaron Rodgers. Kirk Cousins is a fucking bum. And the Bears, let's be honest, the Bears cannot get out of their own way. I know even if Justin Fields put up, puts up 50 fantasy points a week, but they're still gonna lose. Yeah, they got they got DJ Moore now. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. You guys know I love DJ Moore, and let me tell you, when he got traded to the fucking Bears, I was like, "Let's fucking go, DJ." But anyway, we'll see. 
There's actually, I feel, well, I'm sure we'll talk about this. I don't know if you guys want me to do my Patriots Minute now or. Yeah, get it over with. All right. All right. <laughs> get it over with. All right. So uh, for those of you who don't know, last year was an absolutely abysmal year for the Patriots. They went uh, nine and eight, I think, or eight and nine. I can't remember. They were basically a 500 team. Um just to bring you up to speed, we had a defensive coordinator as our offensive coordinator, and his assistant was a special teams coordinator. Yeah, Notice how none of them, I said, had offensive experience. Um, and it showed. The offense was terrible. Um, Mac Jones was not good. He was constantly butting heads with Bill Belichick. So in the offseason, they got Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. He returned to the NFL from Alabama. Uh, where Alabama, where he was the head coach, um, and he's talked to Mac Jones before. Supposedly they have like a good rapport, like you know, should be good, right? The Patriots have done nothing this off season besides. I'll get to it, Glenn. I'll get to it. Don't worry. <laughs> besides, bring in Bill O'Brien, and then refuse to bring in any actual offensive talent from Mac Jones. But wait, they signed DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, not DeAndre Hopkins. They signed Devontae Parker to a three-year extension worth $33 million. He was mistaken as Devontae Adams last year, and now he's yeah. Devontae DeAndre Hopkins. No, 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 no. That was for dramatic effect. I knew it was Devontae Parker. Oh, anyway. Okay. Devontae sorry. Parker is good. He's not. He's not good, dude. He, We don't have a number one wide receiver, and <laughs> I'm just – I'm so tired of Bill Belichick. If I was Robert Kraft, I would have fired his fucking ass. I'm serious. I'm so – Done. D-U-N-N. Done. I am done with this guy, bro. I'm sorry. He. I don't understand what the fuck they're doing. Why aren't you spending money, brother? Like, the Patriots, like, obviously, the offense is going to be better this year. I don't doubt that, right? The offense will be better. Like, they actually will have a third down back. Ty Montgomery is coming back this year, and supposedly he's looking good. Right, yeah. The Pats, uh, Craig said, the Pats O line looking great as well. He's being sarcastic. We don't have a right tackle and we don't have a left tackle, which are two of the most important positions on the offensive line. Um, but anyway, it, it, there's hope, right? It should look better. But the problem is, is when you look across the landscape of the AFC, every single team improved their roster. The Jets have Aaron Rodgers now. Right, it pissed me off so much that the Patriots weren't potentially in on Lamar Jackson when he was having his big kerfuffle with the Ravens and not wanting to sign there. I wanted them to be on him so bad, but anyway, uh, you know the Ravens have a better receiver room now, um, and there's there's a bunch of other moves that teams have made where I'm just left scratching my head and being like, you, you might have improved technically like through a coaching level but if you roll out the same roster which they are you are worse because everyone else is better automatically so it, it's just it's been a really frustrating offseason as a Patriots fan 
I mean, personally, I don't have them winning that many games next year because I think there's a legitimate chance that they go 0 for 6 in the division. There's a legit shot. They are the worst team in the division right now, and it's not close. Unless Aaron Rodgers pulls a Russell Wilson in New York, the Patriots are by far and away the worst team. So, you think they're being dead last of the AFC East? Yep. You don't think they're better than the Dolphins? No. You think I, Mac I Jones agree. will be better? I think Mac Jones will be better. The problem is, like I said, even if Mac Jones is better, all the teams around them got better. The Patriots didn't really improve their defense. Um, they lost one of their best corners because he tried to sneak guns onto a fucking airplane and got arrested. Wait, you never sneak guns onto an airplane? No. Come on. No. Anyway, it's, it's, just, it's frustrating being a Patriots fan. And I, I know, dude, oh, yeah. oh, throw uh, you fucking pity party, bro. You've been successful uh, for the last 20 years. But it's just annoying because I hear people call in the fucking Felger Maz every day and go, when DeAndre Hopkins signed with the Titans, they're like, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't want him anyway. He's a bum. He doesn't like the practice. It's like, dude, are you fucking stupid? He would walk onto the team and be the number one wide receiver day one. I just have to listen to these people and their asinine takes about how Bill Belichick is the mastermind and he's going he's gonna to break Don Shula's record because he's the fucking GOAT. Fuck off, man. I hate that shit. That's it. That's all I gotta say. Patriots making me feel, making boys, me feel uh, like uh, doo doo. Boys, ever watch the feature film Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> I'll be right back. Yes. I like to quote one line from that movie. <clears throat> you're laughing. The Patriots are gonna go six and eleven, and you're laughing. I am laughing, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why? Because you get what you fucking deserve. I have no sympathy for New England Patriots or their fans or Bob Kraft, or Bill Belichick, or the guy who sells the hot dogs in Gillette Stadium. Nobody. This is who they are now. I've been waiting for it for 20 years. Now... It is time. But why? But why is it deserved? Because you can't you can't be good forever, Susan. That's just not how it works. You guys had two so, separate dynasties with one quarterback and one coach, and that is something that will never be done ever again in football. So you can't continue to have that after with a guy by the name of Mac Jones, McDonald Jones. You can't McDonald. But do you have to suck though? Like, does oh, that absolutely. mean the Chiefs are going to have to suck at some point? And you're well, gonna the Chiefs have Craig? sucked. The Chiefs have sucked all this time. No, but once this ends, this is going to go – Pat Mahomes will be here for a while. So you think, five you years think, is going to be a long time. Then you're going to say you get what you fucking deserve. Probably. Probably. You're ready for that, Craig. Be ready. But the thing is, he already paid his dues. The Chiefs The Patriots sucked. weren't great for 40 years. No, I'm saying they, they paid their dues, and then they had a 20-year dynasty almost. That doesn't happen. That's like, what about Browns fans? What about Lions fans? Susan, when's their time? This year. See, at least for me, like I haven't seen the Dallas Cowboys be great, but there was a time where they were great. So the Cowboys fans do have that. I personally don't, but but 
what I'm saying is nothing great lasts forever. And now it's your time to be that miserable Browns fan, that miserable Lions fan, that miserable Cowboys fan. It's just, that's how it has to be. It's the circle it's a of cycle life. of life. <laughs> and then maybe, maybe Sousa, when you're, you know, in your mid seventies, you're telling your grandson about the great Tom Brady, maybe just maybe the Patriots might be great again. Tom Brady will still be alive when I'm in my seventies. Oh, absolutely. He's going to outlive all of us. All right, so, yeah, Patriots, Cowboys. Lions. Real quick, the, the Lions did make some moves. They have uh, they drafted Jameer Gibbs, so that's cool. They have David Montgomery now, which is pretty interesting. There's, there's a lot of moves that we're going to need parts. to talk about that's going to come out throughout this, this podcast and the remaining podcast. Like we already said, DeAndre Swift on the Eagles, David Montgomery on the, on the Lions, DJ Moore on the Bears, so – it's cool. Um, but yeah, and then what else they do? They still have Jared Goff. They uh I got a hot they take pretty decent you. last year compared to how they had been before, so they're ready to go. I got a hot take that I guess we'll save for the end of the episode first is on hot takes in the year because I know Mason's got a hot take that he needs to say. And uh, I got one too. Just came to me like a dream. Well, I think we're ready to move on, so I let's hear that take, Mason. I oh, I thought that was the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, the end of the episode. No, yes. no, no. The rest the of this is just discussion, and that's nope. part of the discussion. No, we're doing new and notable moves, and then I'll give you my hot oh, take. Okay. Yeah, we got to do the news. You're right. Yeah, this is the news with Susan. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Joe Mixon shot a kid. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, pause. I'm just, what I'm just, fuck? I'm just kidding. His, uh, his sister may have done it, uh, earlier this year. Uh, he was involved in a scandal where a kid was shot on his property. What, when, but when I know, when? I just learned this recently too from Craig. Um, I, I'm seeing articles right. from March. I'm seeing articles. We confirm from our sources. We're just going off what Craig says. Hold on. I'm no, okay. I, I just, I looked it up too. I read it. Um, so Mixon was involved in that. He was caught with a firearm, but his firearm, which was legal, was unfired. And, uh, it's more so more likely that his sister or her sister's, his sister's boyfriend may have shot a kid in the foot. The kid's alive, by the way, should have prefaced that he got shot in the foot, but shot at 10 times, by the way, I guess he was caught. I guess he was caught in their, in their yard, like playing like with Nerf guns. This was like a 16 year old. And he got shot at a bunch of times. He got hit in the foot. Cops arrived. He was suffering from the, the wound. Uh, but I believe Joe Mixon will be cleared from this. I don't. Well, I think he's may have already been cleared. I don't think he's he's really in hot water. But um, I mean, you can't that was bring interesting. you can't bring a Nerf gun to a gunfight. That's what they say. Yes, but it is important to note that Mixon has fallen a lot in the draft. I drafted him in the first round last year. Now he's being touted as a high-end RB2. But why? Why, Souza? Which I don't understand. I don't know. That's why I thought maybe this had something to do with it, like a possible suspension looming, um, which there, I'm not 100% has, sure there isn't. But 
unless they sign someone like Dalvin Cook, like he has no competition. And Cincinnati is one of the best offenses in the league. And we know Sousa last year on your team, he could not stuff it into the goal line. But he had so many yes. fucking opportunities. Correct. He had so many opportunities, which is I'm saying, why is he rated so low? They didn't lose anybody. They, if, if anything, they lost Samaje P. Ryan, who was stealing touches from him. And now there's nobody there to do that. Exactly. So I don't know. He took a pay cut and everything. Um, he wants to win but, a Super Bowl in Cincy. But I will say, I don't know if I dropped him in the first round. He had, we all know the 50-point game he had against Mason. But other than that, he didn't score 20 points once. And he only rushed for 826 yards. He missed two games, but like a very underwhelming first round pick performance. So I guess he could be in the second round, but it sounds like he's going even later than that. Uh, why? So I don't know why. So he could be a good value. Just, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, look out for Mixon in the second to third round. But there's a lot more news than that. Okay. That's a good one to start off, though. I, I, knew, I knew it would be. So we have DeAndre Hopkins mentioned earlier by Mason signing with the Tennessee Titans, joining Traylon Burks, Tiga Conquo, tight end, and uh, Derrick Henry, and of course, Ryan Tannehill. Is this going to be like a Julio Jones going to the Titans? Probably not as bad, but I'm also not excited at all. I'm more excited for the offense as a whole. So, like maybe Tannehill. Could be a viable streaming quarterback. Uh, Derrick Henry probably improves his chances to drive down the field and get end zone uh, touches, but red zone touches. But I'm not really in on Hopkins personally. And that ruins Traylon Burke's breakout too, possibly. Um, I got the notification on my phone that DeAndre Hopkins signed to the Titans, and I was just like, well. That's a guy I'm not gonna have on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not I like. Know. I'm not specifically avoiding him. I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill. I mean, we saw it with AJ Brown, and I think AJ Brown at this point, like comparatively speaking, is much better than DeAndre Hopkins. And Ryan Tannehill struggled to get him the ball sometimes. So I personally think it would be more on Tannehill. Because I think DeAndre Hopkins still has something left in the tank. If you look at his games last year, even without Kyler, when it was Colt McCoy, I think, right? But then Trace McSorley came in, and he was fucking terrible. So if you look at his points, though, with um, Kyler and uh, McCoy, he was pretty good. Um, Like, he wasn't terrible. And then obviously, I think he ended up getting injured or something. I forget exactly what happened. But um, I still think he's got something left in the tank. I don't think he's done... By any means. He is 31. Um, yeah. Old. I mean, but he's still a, a guy who can go and get the ball. You know what I mean? Like, that's. He can also get hurt. He got that is hurt true. last year. Six games. He was. Seven, eight, nine when, games. When's the last time he played a full season? 2020. Mm. COVID. Mm. Was he vaccinated? Unconfirmed. Mm. All right. Here's, here's what I think. Everyone's saying, ah, dude, that Titans is where wide receivers go to die, which might be true. If you look Good at former, former star wide receivers in the past, Randy Moss, 
Andre Johnson, Julio Jones. Now, DeAndre Hopkins might be added to that list, but here's what I say. DeAndre Hopkins is one of those receivers that he can put up numbers with anybody at quarterback. That's a rare feat. Not a lot of receivers can do that. Usually the best receivers in the game are usually linked to some of the best quarterbacks in the game. However, Hopkins is that outlier. I think if anyone's going to break the trend of star wide receivers dying in Tennessee, it's going to be him. I'm not saying he's going to be 2016 DeAndre Hopkins, but I think if you can get him late in your drafts or at a reasonable, like, let's say, where's he? Where's he do you know his ADP off the rip? Who's the ADP guy? On this I was just about to look it up. Mason is the ADP guy for sure. I'm not reaching for him, but if I see him there and there's no better options for me about like a couple guys at wide receivers I'm not too sure on, I'm taking Hopkins. Take the shot. Take there's the shot. no – hold on. Does not have an ADP? He's going undrafted? No, he does have an ADP, but there's no way that it's as high. What is it? Let me hear it. He's Number in the, one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mason's looking at 2016 ADP. <laughs> Where are you, Hopkins? Mm-hmm. Can you give me like the Jeopardy theme or something? Yeah. Um. Oh, he's number he's number seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. So you divide seventy-eight by twelve. That's uh around seven, nine, six and a half. I'm not doing math right. What the fuck? <laughs> Six and a half, so... I was doing eight times nine is 72. Go ahead. <laughs> I guess that's pretty late. Yeah, like late. the fifth or sixth round. I guess it's pretty late. That's sixth like a flex. Uh... Or, might, or six and a half. I don't know if that's technically like halfway through the seventh, because the six means six rounds are done, and then the point five is halfway through the seventh, maybe. Yeah, in a 12, so man. be in the seventh round. Our league's a little different. Well, in 12, if 12 man, 72, pick number 72 would be the end of the sixth round. Yeah. And then the start of the seventh. So, yeah, halfway through the seventh round is when he's going. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's not too bad. Coming from I don't a hate guy, that. You'll have your from, core running backs, wide receivers. Coming from a guy who hasn't done any mock drafts, I don't know. I don't know who else is there. Yeah, depends, on the, depends on the names tell you? around them. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll give you 75 to 80, okay? Trevor Lawrence, Alvin take Kamara, Javante Williams, Andre Hopkins, Williams. Dalvin Hook, uh, James Cook. Dalvin Cook's not even on a team, and he's going over there. Yeah, his nice fat F.A. next to his name. <laughs> the only guy I wouldn't take. Over DeAndre Hopkins is James Cook. Yeah. And those I would that you just listed. I actually think that's pretty good value. I don't I don't hate that. I don't hate it. I don't like it. I don't hate yeah. it. It all depends how your draft goes up to that point. Yeah. But we we gotta talk about some other stuff here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, we got some hype news on Romeo. Daubs on the Packers taking the next step. Terrace Marshall, Terrace Marshall, remember him on the Panthers? 
think he's going into his second year or third year after doing absolutely nothing. Um, Quote, he shows the capacity to kind of be a big play guy. Frank Reich says, I've been so impressed. I've been so impressed from him off the field as well as on the field. He's got a lot of talent, says wide receiver Adam Thielen, who's also on the Panthers. I'm hitting exit down. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, we we I gotta go through some of that. You know who else is on the Panthers? Miles Sanders. Didn't Allen Robinson go somewhere special? Uh, did he go to the Ravens? He might have. Sky Moore taking a good jump. I mean, I'll look it up. Um, Andy Reid likes him. Javante Williams. Remember, he he tore his shit last year. And he's he expects the running back himself expects to be ready for the start of the season. Mm. Um, Jonathan Taylor, who also got hurt, is healed up according to Colts owner mm. Alvin Kamara. Oh, Mason's mm. pausing. Allen Robinson got traded to the Steelers. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. Um. That poor guy. I feel like he poor hasn't guy. actually played football in three years. Yeah, not poor him. <laughs> He's had all the opportunities in the world. He had that one nasty seat. Remember that? He had a couple nasty seasons. He was good. Yeah, and then he remember he was he was like absolutely filthy, and he tore his ACL in like week two or something. Or no, didn't he like tear his ACL in the preseason? I forget. I, I remember he broke out on the Jaguars, and then yeah. He was nasty on the Bears for like two or three years in a row. Yeah, he was, I thought he was good on the Bears. Um, Alvin Kamara, he was in hot water for um, his role in a Las Vegas fight. Oh, I thought suspension. I thought you were going to say for his role in my toilet bowl. No. <laughs> and um, so we weren't sure what was going to happen with him. A lot of red my flags. He uh, pleads no contest to a misdemeanor. The felony charge has been dropped. So no um, federal judgment on him. But now it's left down to a possible suspension from the NFL. Alvin Kamara, he's a valuable asset. That's The uh, problem has been this possible uh, disciplinary action. So it's all in the NFL. Will he be suspended? And estimates I've heard from analysts range two to four games. Some people think it could be more. But, you know, like, coincidentally, it, like was no, it was no contest every time I had him in my lineup because I would always lose. Don't worry, I had stock in him too. He didn't do much. Do you um, like the risk? Well, I think no. by the time we draft, at least, it'll be determined. But you said he was near DeAndre Hopkins, right? Seventh round. I do. Because I think at that point, he'd be on my bench. I'd have two, wide, two running backs, two wide receivers, probably two flexes. And then him as my seventh pick, I'll be happy with that. Who's your quarterback? Undecided. I don't know. Good question. Can he pick it? Maybe, I, maybe I'm missing a flex. Alvin Kamara goes in there, and I guess somebody else after him if he's suspended. All right. Um, there's a lot of hype behind Kadarius Tony. Patrick Mahomes says, "I think the sky is the limit. He can be one of the best receivers in this league." I hope so. going to say that. Lions GM Brad Holmes believes Jameer Gibbs is a quote-unquote special weapon like Marshall Falk or Christian McCaffrey. Wow. Austin Eckler appears to remain frustrated with his contract situation. 
if I'm looking at some of the backup receivers out here that are still making more than me, that's going to piss me off, right? Says Austin Eckler. Um, speaking of running backs, there's a lot of running backs in limbo right now. So I think we can kind of get into that. I'll talk about how Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants have not reached a contract extension before the 4 p.m. deadline yesterday. He will have to play on his $10.1 million franchise tag if he chooses to do so. Uh, Josh Jacobs, too, did not sign with the, the Raiders and now has the same type of franchise tag situation. So they can they can skip all a training camp without getting fined since they're not on the contract, but they would lose game checks only if they miss regular season games. Like a Le'Veon Bell. Who can forget that one? Hey, Souza. Oh. I'm going to need you to do me a favor and open up your phone and look at the Snapchat I just sent you. I'm sorry this is live on the podcast, but I just got out of left field. I clicked on someone's profile picture on, on Fantasy Pros. And then when I tell you they did this, man, so dirty. Saruki. So <laughs> Zach Charbonnet. Is it Char- Charbonnet or Charbonnet? Well, I think I, it's Charbonnet. I like Charbonnet. Sounds French. Uh, <laughs> dude, his picture. Why is it like that? He's just got his mouth open. And he's <laughs> not looking at the camera. The photographer must have been in a hurry. He just said, all right, next. Oh, my God. Um, I apologize, Susan. No, the it's news- okay. Um, the running back situation, the player's not getting paid. It, it sucks for the running backs. And running backs, I feel like, are players that are just constantly getting beat down. They're getting hit every play almost, whether you're blocking for passes, whether you're going out for a pass, whether you're running through the hole and you got 300-pound sweaty men chasing you. Um, I think they're definitely undervalued in the NFL. I do not blame the top-tier running backs like Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, um, Josh Jacobs, for not wanting to be paid what they deserve. You know, they've been the best running backs in the league for some time now. And at any other skill position, whether it's quarterback, wide receiver, even tight end, those guys get paid based on how they produce compared to everybody else in their position. The problem is, over the last hmm, 20 years, I feel like teams have won have won the Super Bowl haven't had that top-tier running back. Thus right. proving that you don't need a top-tier running back to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying having a top-tier running back doesn't help your chances, but if you look at the facts and the statistics, let's just – briefly go through I feel like the last team that had a top tier running back that won a Super Bowl was the 2013 Seattle Seahawks with Marshawn Lynch and even that team its identity was based on their defense in the Legion of Boom 
It wasn't like it was the Marshawn Lynch show. I agree. He complimented Russell Wilson's game offensively. They were able to put up points, and he did his thing. But that team is always going to be known for the Legion of Boom. I feel like the best running backs that we've seen in the league haven't had success or haven't been on teams that had success like going to the Super Bowl. I just don't know if teams are now realizing that and getting smarter and, and, and trying to focus, say, hey, if we're paying running back this much, this amount of money can be used to better ourselves in a position that we might need come January. We might need to put more money towards cornerback or defensive end or safety or even wide receiver, another pass catcher to give our quarterback, who's the most important position on the field, a better option to throw the ball when the matters most in crunch time. Because in the last two minutes of the game, you're not handing off the football to the running back. Right. It's a passing league. And I agree with you. That's a big reason to why I, it does suck, but I think that's just the nature of it. I don't think there's any changing it. Like, it is supply and demand, too. Like, look at all the running backs that are out there now. Um, you only need, really need one as opposed to wide receivers. You need, like, three to four. Um, so it's a limited position, short shelf life, not as valuable as you proved, and – as you can see, none of the teams are buying on like Dalvin Cook and stuff. So now there's a lot, there's a supply of them. Teams are bidding on them. They're going to be forced to take lower pay. Uh, and they're, I mean, how many backups have we seen over the years that can do the same job? Like Jeff Wilson stepping up, um, Tony Rook- Pollard. Rookies um, too. Rookies. Yeah, exactly. Um, like Isaiah Pacheco. Like a lot of these guys who aren't the top tier guys can it's Samaj P run. Like they can just step up and fill in. And that happens time and time again. It does suck, but I think that's just the nature of the position. And I don't see any change in that. Think about a team like the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like they they might've been the last team to really give their running back a really good contract in Zeke Elliott. If you look at Zeke Elliott's stats before he got that contract, he was in the top tier of running backs in the league. Well-deserved. Earn the contract, blah, blah, blah. The offense ran through Zeke Elliott at that time. He gets the contract. Two years later, or a year and a half, however long, Tony Pollard's on the team. And now you've seen what he can do. And last year, he's doing it better than the guy that you spent all this money on. And now you're wondering why you put so much money into this guy when you have a guy who can do it just as well, if not better, right now. And, yeah. and I feel like that's a common theme in today's NFL, like I said, over the past at least 10 years now, because it's not like back in the day where these guys are getting 30 touches a game, like your Jamal Lewis's, your Priest Holmes's, your Sean Alexander's, your Lisdanian Tomlinson's. It's not like that anymore. Now everything runs through the quarterback. There's so many more good quarterbacks in the league than there used to be, because four offensives used to rely on their run game. And I feel like now we're seeing running backs kind of just swoop in and we're seeing a lot different from year to year running backs be better. Uh, Guys that you wouldn't expect. So it's tough. I feel bad for guys like Saquon, Josh Jacobs, who just had a career year after, you know, being a fringe RB2 for the past, you know, three or four years to start his career. He breaks out and now he was the best running back last year. 
now he can't get paid because of how good he performed. And what? And yeah. it's not, not only his contributions to the team, it's not his fault that the Raiders are a shitty team last year. I mean, he did everything he could. There's a couple of games he won them single-handedly. That game against the Seahawks where he went off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it's just how it is, but. I think you just got to know that going into your football career, that that position just doesn't pay well. So you want to be a kicker or a punter, kind of the same thing. You're not going to be making quarterback money or star receiver money. It's just the nature of the position, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, definitely that's the problem, is that running back is such an interchangeable position too, whereas like as long as you have a guy who knows how to run in between the tackles and has like pretty decent – breakaway speed you have a pretty okay running back i think there's like you know a few guys obviously that are like transcendental as running backs like christian mccaffrey that i think teams would be willing to pay but that's not solely because he's a running back it's mostly because he's a dynamic receiver as well so i think even guys who can pass block too yeah but he can do that as well i think the thing is is like now it's not just a running back like, very rarely, I think, are you ever going to see a guy who's, like, as dominant as Derrick Henry is get a significant contract because they're not specifically – they're specifically a running back, not also a good receiver. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like more teams are willing to pay for a guy who could do both of those things rather than just – one dude be a downhill running back, like running down your throat. You know what I mean? Kind of, kind of guy. That's just my opinion, though. I mean, and rookie contracts are like, are those like five years or something? Four years? I think it depends on what. Drafted. Yeah, where you're drafted. So if it's first round, I think you're four years of a fifth year option. I think. Because I'm just wondering, like, if if they get drafted, you know, and they're as a star running back, and then. The team's going to get a lot of mileage out of them by the time it's time for a new contract. At that point, it's like, why not? We just, you already are wearing down. You know, we don't know how much more we're going to get out of you at this point. We might just get another guy, you know? Yes. Yeah. Unfortunate. But yeah, it's, it's the nature of the beast. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why every, every year you talk, you hear about, I think it's 29, right? It's like 29 is the cliff. Like once a running back turns 29, oh. they just like. I thought it'd be younger, honestly, <clears throat> but yeah. Maybe 27. I don't forget. I, I don't remember. Um, But regardless, and it sucks. I, w- I really wish that Jacobs and Saquon could get paid because God knows the owners have more than enough money. But, and also, you know, that running back is an incredibly taxing position, comparatively speaking to a lot of right. positions in the, in the game, which you know, obviously coincides with why they're not paid as much because they break down a lot easier. But at the same same time, you're it sucks. That, yeah, yeah, you're taking more of that front of everything. Because they're like, taking more of that risk, you know what Cam- I mean? And they get paid less for it. Like Kamara is 27. We know how he did last year. Joe Mixon's 26. He's already fallen in the drafts. Dalvin Cook, 27. He's on, he's not even on a team. So, like, that's the range, 27 Zeke, years old. Zeke's 27. But you do have a couple of outliers. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's 29. Yeah, Austin, Henry's Austin, just an animal. Austin Eckler. Is he like almost 30? 28. I think 28. he is. He's he 28. He's 28? Sleeper says 28. Austin Eckler's the same age as us. 
Shit. He what looks like he he might have a grandchild. Yeah, no shit. What the fuck, man? A young a young grandchild. He's not like elderly, but yeah. Um just yeah. have to clarify. Yeah. So any other news, Susan? No, that's really it. We'll we'll uh fill in the gaps along the off-season episodes because there's a lot of, like I said, players that moved around that we haven't mentioned, quarterbacks that were drafted. B. John Robinson, big guy on the Falcons, huge rookie running back. Yeah. We could talk about all that stuff. We'll talk about draft positions. We'll do some mocks, or at I least we have one on the schedule. We have one mock draft on the schedule. We do. We're gonna we're gonna cue the way this offseason is gonna work before we get to week one is that uh, every week from here on out, next next Tuesday, I don't know what we're gonna do yet. It's my birthday, so it's gonna be dealer's choice, but um. After that, we're going to be uh, previewing each position uh, for fantasy reasons. Uh, quarterback, wide right receiver, running back, tight end. We'll do a mock draft, and then we will gear you up for week one. And it's going to be – It's coming, I, guys. I, I can't believe uh, it. Preseason's next month. That's wild. Yeah. But uh, to round out this podcast, we're going to do some sizzling hot takes, and then we have a – Couple hot questions takes. for Susan. Yeah, I got a hot take. I'm not prepared. Oh shit! Yeah, the take. I <laughs> see. I forgot about it. You could have went on without. Yeah, it. Right. Uh, Sizzling hot takes is brought to you by Der Burgers. Susan, I know you forgot about the hot takes, but I didn't think we'd have one for this episode. Are what am I going to say? Are the burgers at least good? Der. Okay. Didn't say that out. much. I'm gonna go first. Um, because I thought of a hot take when we were talking about the Lions. Uh, Jared Goff is going to be my dark horse for MVP this year. Really? A very dark horse. But if the Lions do find success in the playoffs, if they win the AFC North, maybe win about 12 games, it's going to be on Jared Goff's arm. Jared Goff's arm. And why not? My MVP candidate would be Trevor Lawrence. Well, we're not. Is that a hot take, or is are you just? I don't think it's that MVP? hot, but right. I think it's it's. You know, well, this is this is sizzling hot takes. So I don't know if you forgot. It's been a while. But it's got to be sizzling hot, like Jared Goff being MVP. That's that's pretty hot. You yeah, saying hot. Trevor Lawrence on on the, you know like that is, like that's it's warm, I guess. Is it hot like, to say? Another thing I thought of was the Jets winning the division. Over the Bills, over the Dolphins. That's hotter than Trevor Lawrence being MVP. All right. We'll go with that. All right. But Mason. Mason, you've had a I hot can... take. You've had a hot take brewing for some time now. A long so. time. We're talking like six months. Yeah. That everyone has known about it except me. I mean, it's really I it's really it. not that great, I'll be it's, honest. It is. I was just uh having to crisp. <laughs> I said, "Is Josh?" <laughs> I can't even say this in a straight can't face. Wait, is Josh Allen <laughs> the modern day version of Philip Rivers? <laughs> now listen, I have not done nearly as much research on this theory as I should, have, <laughs> but. 
They both remind me of kind of the same thing. Both real tall, big dudes who fucking <laughs> sling the ball, right? Sling that both dick. Like, n- no, they both. You know, oh, these guys got such strong arms. They got absolute cannons for arms, bro. They fucking sling it. They're risky business. They go, you know, they throw it all on the on the line all the time. And a lot of times they make stupid mental mistakes. Josh Allen, how many times does he make dumb ass mistakes? And I love Josh Allen and I want him to win. But I don't know if he ever will because he's a dumbass. And I think the same thing. People said the same shit about Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers was a guy who was very talented. He always had a good team, right? Always, he always had a good team. He always had Antonio Gates. He had uh, what's his name, Ladanian Tomlinson, right? What the fuck did the Chargers ever do except Eden. choke in the playoffs over and over again? What have the Bills done with Josh Allen choking the playoffs over and over again when it's supposed to be their time? I'm just saying. There, I guess there's that. I see the element you're picking out on both of them. You see the say, thread, right? There, there's there's a sliver they're, of they're similarity being, where they too nice. where they can't go to the finish line. Exactly. But you know, many quarterbacks you can say that about. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the difference was that Philip Rivers was hyped up every year. The Chargers were always like, but back when before it was the Chiefs or the Broncos in the uh you know like teens of the 2000s it in the aughts it was always the chargers and the steelers and the two hall of famers on his offense yeah what's your point josh allen doesn't have that you don't think Diggs is going to be a hall of fame wide receiver uh no damn come on he has one of the most memorable clips of him winning the I don't know how stringent the NFC, NFL yeah, uh, whatever Hall of Fame is. Uh, the NFL Hall of Fame is pretty prestigious. I feel like they do it right. But okay. Regardless. I think Josh Allen could retire today <laughs> and he'd be better than Philip Rivers. That's not fair. He He's definitely uh, worlds beyond Philip Rivers. I mean, just fantasy-wise, he's – Rivers has finished the best at five in 2010, and Allen's finished number one. Okay. I like didn't mean from times. a fantasy perspective. I meant in a real life football but like, perspective. Fantasy is a reflection of real life and their ability to perform, rushing the football and and throwing the football. The only thing Philip Philip Rivers is better at than Josh Allen is having kids. Oh, Philip Rivers, by the way. <laughs> Just announced that he's wife, his wife is pregnant with their tenth child, which means he could line up at quarterback with his kids on the offense. That's crazy. That is crazy. Glenn, would your opinion change? No, because Philip Rivers has been was in the league for a long time. If Josh Allen never makes it even to a Super Bowl, will you kind of agree with Mason at that point? No. I've seen Josh Allen do things on the football field that I've never seen Philip Rivers come close to doing. Phillip He's Rivers, a lot of high yas. All right, Philip Rivers, okay, is a solid. Uh, like I don't know, I'm trying to think of a word. Like he had a, a solid B player. Yeah, that's fine. I'll go. I'll go with a B player. Philip Rivers. I don't know. I wouldn't argue that he's he's. I'm thinking. Compare him to quarterbacks of his generation. 
Wouldn't argue that he's better than Eli. Wouldn't argue that he's better than Big Ben. Trying to think who else around there without naming like Breeze, Brady, Manning. I think I think what's what's the best thing about Philip Rivers? Jay Cutler. Ah, uh, he's better than Jay Cutler. <laughs> I think um, <laughs> we found the line. I Alex it, Smith. Yeah. Okay. Now we're just naming. Bob. He was in the division. I think his longevity is what was so special about him. I feel like he played a solid quarterback for so long yeah, and was able to do so. Like, like he's always been a starting quarterback wherever he's been. And you could always, you know, put him there. Never have I once thought of Phillip Rivers as the best quarterback in the league or one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And the fact that I'm thinking about Josh Allen is second behind Patrick Mahomes right now. Josh Allen has been that guy for the past Three to four seasons. He's just he's on it. Like I said, he could retire today. He's better than Philip Rivers. Man, that's a take right there. The fact that we're talking about this for this long. Yeah, I gotta go. Kind of insulting. Before you go, Susan, there are <laughs> questions. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Questions. Make them short and sweet here. For Sousa. Let's do it. Well, three-pack of questions. On a scale of one to ten, how absurd was Mason's Uncle Phil comparison? What? Oh, my God. Ten being the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. What are you saying? I said, Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how absurd was Mason's Uncle Phil comparison to Josh Allen? (laughs) <laughs> I'll give it about a five. A six, uh, Jesus, a about six. A, I'll give it about a six. Yeah, seven. see, I don't, I don't think it was six, that seven. unreasonable. Okay. Question <laughs> number two. Now that Mahomes can no longer be called the next Aaron Rodgers, I know who wrote all these questions. <laughs> Where did you rank his season last year? Going to be the best of all time by a quarterback. Won the MVP. Yeah, like NFL season. He's a star quarterback on the hit TV show on Netflix called Quarterback. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I've heard about it today, actually. I watched one episode last night. It's pretty good. I recommend you guys watch. Mahomes was the best quarterback. 5,250 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns, 358 rushing yards. Pretty good. MVP, Super Bowl champion. I can't say it's the best quarterback performance I've ever seen because I don't think I can speak to that personally. But it was pretty freaking good. Do you think Aaron Rodgers has had better seasons? (laughs) I mean, personally, I think he Let me take a look at him. Aaron Rodgers has had better regular seasons, but from start to finish, we know how that yeah, you got you got to factor that in. That that is an element. I would say. Look at this. Rodgers has never thrown over forty-seven hundred yards. Uh, his best season was four thousand six hundred forty-three, and Mahomes got six hundred more than that. Also played an extra game. Ooh, you're right. All right. But, 
So more like 200 extra yards yeah. to adjust it. Right. Oh. Aaron Rodgers had 45 touchdowns in 2011. Mahomes. Mahomes had 50 in 2018. Yeah. I had him that year. He's better than Rodgers, so I don't even know why I'm doing this. What okay. was the question? Um... <laughs> Could it be the best of all time by QB that season? Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's up there. We'll give him the credit. All right. Question number three. Uh, how many points will Suze's Lions lose by on opening night in Arrowhead? In Arrowhead? Oh, wow. That's the – is that Thursday, like the first game? Yeah, your Lions win, are getting prime time recognition. <laughs> These we, lions. we ended the season with the Lions, ending Green Bay season, and we're starting this year with the Lions, baby. How many are so it's already assumed that they're gonna lose. It's just a matter of how much. Yeah. Hmm. Four I'll agree. This. I'll agree that they'll lose. Oh, oh, oh. Did you not hear my hot take about Jared Goff? I did. But right. it might take it might take a, a minute before he picks up the steam. But I think the Lions are gonna are gonna show up. I think the Chiefs will win by no more than ten points. Hmm. Write it down. Write it down. July eighteenth. Ladies and gentlemen, those questions for Susan. Each and every week we are on this podcast. If you have questions for Susan, you can submit them to our stellar seller social medias. Um, that is on Instagram. We are stellar seller pod, all one word on the Twitter. We are at stellar underscore pod on TikTok. We are stellar seller pod, just like Instagram, all one word. We thank you for coming back with us. We thank you for sticking around for another season with you guys who started in a basement. Now look at us. We're on Zoom. We're on Twitch. We're in our own apartment slash houses. We're growing up. Yeah. I don't like it. It's been 10 years since we graduated high school this year and I fucking hate it. One from a $5 buy-in. Two hundred fifty. Whoa! I'm just hey, kidding. Hey, 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 hey. One hundred. One hundred. I'm gonna be out. like, well, you're gonna have to find a new member. <laughs> I have to take out loans to pay for my fantasy dues every year. Yeah, I wish yeah. Joe Biden would cancel my fantasy due debt. <laughs> I like that. Get that going, <laughs> please, uh, Joe. Anything? We did it, Joe. Maybe we could start a business. <laughs> Maybe we could be the Sharks. The fantasy football loans. Or fantasy loans. Like we include baseball, hockey, and basketball in there. How would that work? Yeah, because whenever degenerate gamblers owe <laughs> money, that's a great recipe for success. You're right. So we would loan them money with, a, with a high interest rate. I'm saying people who would be taking out a fucking loan for a fantasy football league, I'm sorry, you're a degenerate gambler. <laughs> I think you meant like us running the company, like we're a degenerate. Gamers. No, 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 no. I'm saying oh, people smart. who are coming. I'm like, 
I lost one paycheck on FanDuel. Relax, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. All right. Um, it's a weekly thing now. Hell the football yeah. season. It'll yeah, be rolling it out. And uh, appreciate everyone for coming by. Appreciate you listening wherever you are in the car, at home, Thank in the shower. Stopping in. And um, we'll be back next week. You guys got anything to add? Nothing. No. Nothing. No. Nothing. Me? <laughs> Me? <laughs> if, around. if you had your soundboard, I would ask you to play the toilet flush because that's all I gotta say. Nice. That's all I, got, I have to say about that. I got one more thing. I just want to say. Let's let's get the fuck out of here. Bye bye.